0: Welcome back to the latecomers. I'm Amity. I'm Lemuel. And this week, the dark is gathering. It's gathering. That
1: sounds ominous.
0: It should. It is the second to last episode of Chapel Wait on Epic Epics. Before we get started with it,
1: how was your week? My week included Christmas. And New
0: Year's, because and, yes, this it is will being be New released Year's. late.
1: <laughs> um I had a really good time. We had company over. We had company by by um, Zoom. Zoom, yes. Yeah. We were playing games, and we ate a great feast of roast beast, Roast I guess. beast. So I made a
0: roast beast.
1: I would ask you how your, ho- your your holiday was, but I think I know.
0: It was basically the same was well, good. Oh,
1: my God. You were there.
0: <laughs> it was there. I was there. Yeah, no, um, we had a nice holiday after a rocky start. And, uh, yeah, we had people physically come over, and then we also, as I, as you said, I, um, my f- one of my friends, my friend that I go visit regularly, was uh, home alone for Christmas, so we Zoomed him in, and he played with us <laughs> for
1: hours, actually. Yes, I, I didn't realize how long this had gone on, and how we were all doing our own thing, and then, oh my God, wait, you've been here for how long?
0: Yeah, I think we ended up playing that game for like three and a half hours. Wow. I was like, hey, everybody, it's after 10. Does everybody know it's after 10? And nobody knew And, and it was that after was a 10. good
1: time to let our guests go because there was a torrential downpour. Oh, jeez Louise. Only about 15 or 20 minutes after that.
0: After that. So they got home safely? They
1: got home safely. but
0: Well, we know, know that because we saw them today. Yes. Yes. So we are a couple of days out from Christmas. We are a few days prior to New Year's. Uh, we're just going to limp into the New Year quietly. We're not going to touch anything.
1: Do you have any resolutions?
0: I never do. I don't like doing that. I don't um I don't particularly enjoy New Year's. It's mm. um some people get maudlin around their birthdays. I get maudlin around New Year's, uh, so I okay, don't I particularly enjoy it. And so I don't set it as like a goal making time for myself because that would just be more stress. Mm. On a thing that I already assessed about. So, But, do you have any resolutions? Is um, that a thing that you do?
1: I, I do, but I can't remember exactly how to phrase it. Um, uh,
0: do not murder anyone. For a whole year.
1: <laughs> yes, my resolution is... <laughs> Nolite te bastardis car
0: did you just summon a worm god to us? No,
1: it's the quote written on the wall of the Handmaid's Tale oh. in Cod Latin. Don't well, let the bastards get to you.
0: Don't let the bastards get to you. That's right. Oh, in the show, not I don't. I did mm, not believe that that I came from know, Margaret Atwood herself. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's just a nice tip for everybody.
1: Uh, you want to get into this episode? Yes, let's get, again, an episode where. There's a lot of, like, preparation for action, but... Uh,
0: this is the first episode, right. I would argue, that felt like filler, but I also don't know how else they would well, have gone about it. there's one
1: major change that happens here, but we'll discuss that when we get to it.
0: Yeah, so we'll start with, this is The Gathering Dark. It was mm-hmm. directed by Michael Nanking and uh, ri- written by Scott Kosar, uh, a person who has written a lot of things that we have watched. Um, including the remake of the Amityville Horror and the Crazies uh-huh. and uh, a couple of episodes of The Haunting of Hill House. So he's worked with Michael Flanagan as well. Okay. Uh, and did write three episodes of this show, including the finale. Nope, I'm sorry. I think I'm lying about that. Yeah, I know the finale is written by some by the, the showrunners. Um, so, but he is this is his third episode, third and final. Uh, and then the director is Michael Nanking, who uh, has directed a lot of TV, including a lot of like Chicago Hope in the nineties, Early Edition, which is a show that I particularly enjoyed, um, and the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah, a lot of TV, a lot of Battlestar mm. Galactica, things okay. like that. So we have seen his work before.
1: Uh, so that is who was at the helm for this one. I wonder about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just it used to be that. Directors who had been art directors were hired to do special effects movies. Um, Because they understood better than not um, the kind of stuff that you need to get the special effects people across. I wonder if people who work in fantasy now get sort of like type uh, cast into directing fantasy or writing for fantasy because they understand the the pressures Uh, that it takes.
0: It feels more like he's just a... a TV director, and more mm. TV is sci-fi these days. Because Chicago Hope was a pretty standard mm. procedural, right? With like, Battlestar Galactica and the right, Yeah, mm. but more stuff is sci-fi now. Mm. So as a TV professional, you're going to be mm. in more genre stuff, I think.
1: Okay.
0: These days, then maybe in the mid-90s, when there wasn't a lot of fantasy stuff, or right, sci-fi stuff. But I don't know. Uh, or, yeah, you lean into it and you, you know, aim at those things. Or get in good with because other writers and, yeah, or, you know, specific writers. If you work uh, well with a specific writer right. or production team, then, yeah, you're going to go into whatever I mean, they're going to do. It's
1: This is an interesting period of time for me in that there's a legitimacy to science fiction and fantasy and horror that there wasn't when I was a kid. And yeah. so you see the sort of things that were popular in the 60s and 70s and, and you've done it before. You've also, like, wondered how on earth could somebody watch this? It's so silly. Realizing there was such so little being produced for an right. audience that liked this stuff that, yeah, strange things got real followings, even if they weren't particularly good right. or impressive in any way.
0: Most things with some sort of following are impressive in some way, mm-hmm. even if it's how bad
1: they are. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: like like, there's usually some standout thing and especially new things uh because
1: um, there's a higher standard now people well
0: there's not just a higher standard there's more Mm -hmm. so if you want people to give you a second look you have to have something special about you or you're gonna go in the well. i'll probably watch that eventually which is where like Breaking Bad and the Sopranos lives for me. Like, well, I'll get I there mean, eventually. Even
1: in a sort of more genre sense, um, when we were watching La Brea not too long ago. Yeah. And it was, if I was, the 10-year-old me would have killed to have a, a TV show with prehistoric animals and yeah. saber-toothed tigers. But now there's And we
0: bailed on it because it was bad. (laughs)
1: Right. But there's such a higher standard for it. It didn't succeed. You barely see the the creatures at all. They just sort of trot one out for two or three minutes an episode. And then they had this sort of um, attempt at redoing Lost only without the compelling characters. They
0: really were like, let's have Lost
1: Mm -hmm. Zoo... And Jurassic Park, maybe I'm not and sure what they were aiming no, at. No, and
0: Outlander.
1: Okay, which I haven't seen much. Mm,
0: I, out, not Outlander so much in the. Uh, I hesitate to put Outlander in there, um, but there was another show that I was thinking of. That it was like these three. If these mm-hmm. three shows mushed together, right. oh, Walking Dead. That's okay. what it was. It was Walking Dead, Lost, and Zoo. If they all had a baby, this yeah. is what it would be, and. We've seen all of the storylines and characters on one of those other shows. Right. Uh, like when they brought in the other pilot, and it was the man that his that that our protagonist's wife had moved on with.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: I was like, is is a real yeah. Shane Rick situation." Then, okay, cool, 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 cool. I
1: I've seen this. I I don't. It wasn't I'm breaking any ground, and it just sort of seemed like retreading the same yeah. thing only sort of uninspired. Yeah. And so... It was um, like, just
0: give them more of what we've already given them. And I'm like, but I've already... I'm full. I've already had that. I don't need that anymore. As a
1: kid, had I had the opportunity to see prehistoric animals in a show, I would have jumped at it. You would have
0: jumped at it, it, but now we're like, uh-uh. Like, now
1: it's like, no.
0: I wish they would do more, um, because there have been some that have been good and Mm -hmm. some that you haven't liked as much. Right. Uh, but we we try them all <laughs> just to see.
1: Oh God, Manifest! Remember that one?
0: Oh yeah, and that show is still going on Netflix. There, there it got scooped the... by Netflix, and it is still they're still releasing them. And I, you know, it it went off the rails for me. But I mean, like the prehistoric ones, the the ter, I want to call it Terra Mystica, but what was the name of the show Tera that Mystica. was like Dinotopia? Yeah.
1: No. There was, that was a TV show too. Yeah, but
0: that's not the one yeah. I'm talking about. Um, like four years ago, it was on Fox. Um, and they were they were sending people back into...
1: Oh, I don't remember, but I did try it and it did not succeed yeah. on any level.
0: Um, Terra Mystic is the name of a game, but it is mm. something like Terra yeah. something. Terra Nova? Um, yeah, it might have been Terra Nova. Yeah. Uh, and
1: I did like the idea behind that, but then... It, there really was. I suppose I am a child. I'm here for the dinosaurs. But Dinotopia, the big miniseries, was, yeah, yeah. Uh, was actually kind of fun. And then they spun it off into a TV show where the only dinosaur was like this sort of weird Jar Jar Binks dinosaur no, character. No, no, no. Who no. talked with an no. English accent and it no, just got to be uh, very silly. No, I don't silly. need a
0: talking dinosaur ever. No. Uh, and then that show on the BBC. Yeah was a Canadian, I think it was a Canadian show, but
1: oh uh, primeval primeval, which yeah. was really fun it was fun, yeah, well, there was the British version, and then Primeval New World, which was the Canadian version, I think that's right so yes, I saw all of that too. It was really fun,
0: yeah, so we do watch them, but we've given up. Right? I've given up on la Brea. I don't know, you could be watching it secretly no, no, at night, but i no. i couldn't I couldn't hang with you, I do also think. I don't know if network television is getting worse or if my patience for network television is waning. I I Uh legitimately don't know.
1: It rarely gets to the... I mean, it does when you're watching something like... It's not to everyone's taste, and that's not meant to be a pun. Hannibal, where it was good enough to really push it.
0: I'm not talking about that. That was was a
1: standout show, for sure. The willingness to do that kind of level of television... Is not in all network. Programs. Yeah, no, that, that was a standout. That was good.
0: But I mean, generally, all generally, network television right now yeah. feels sub part of me. And cannot, I don't know if it's because I'm right. getting better stuff elsewhere or if I'm just, I've now seen mm-hmm. all of the shows that you've decided that I needed to see. And I don't need to keep seeing them over and over again. Right. It,
1: it, it can't compete and I'm a with the stuff who that likes can be on cable or like, on Netflix.
0: I've watched a bunch mm-hmm. of procedural television shows. You know, I've watched all of Criminal Minds. i watched a lot of CSI. Mm-hmm. I've watched all of Bones. Um, so I'm a person who likes procedurals and a lot of Law & Order, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watch a lot of medical dramas. And so now, at the beginning of an episode of a show... I will know what the diagnosis is because every show does a thing where this happens or Mm -hmm. a thing where that happens or they have, you know, the young people in love with the lung disease that can't be near each other or, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and they do it. They make rounds and they do (laughs) they <laughs> do the well, things. That's, or right. that's a woman presenting with a heart attack, and this is where we talk to about how. I don't watch those shows anymore because
1: it seems like I'm just watching the same thing over and, and over, again. over
0: again. I know, and I don't know if it's just because I have hit the age where I mm. have taken in everything that TV has to offer, like primetime or like network television has to offer me, and so now it's all well, just I
1: remember repeats
0: or if taking, that stuff has gotten right. lazy
1: and. It's gone lazy. <laughs> I remember taking a screenwriting class, and people were explaining to me how there are only so many types of stories, and it felt kind of ridiculous because I'm no. There's all kinds of different stories. We just have to stop telling them the same way. Yeah, and also
0: through the same lens, right? right. It's always the 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 middle class white man is the protagonist. Well, of Well, that's everything. what even made and the
1: original run of Roseanne really unusual. Yeah. Is that you're watching a family who's just on the edge of being broke yeah. and ruined all the time. Yeah, I remember the there
0: was an episode where she was juggling bills.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And she'd mailed off all the checks, but she hadn't signed them. Right. And I was like, that shit's real. Like that is shit. Yeah. Now I will not watch her show or the spin off of no, her show no, because no. she's a terrible person. Uh, um yeah, and okay. she they don't need my money. So, that, you know. Well,
1: there was, there was also the the kind of in watching um, some of the CNN documentaries on the 80s, the 90s. Yeah. I was watching uh, part of the 90s documentary last night, and they were discussing friends and how it mm-hmm. came from a very real place in the beginning, mm-hmm. but then wound up just really ridiculously good looking people who can't afford the spaces they're living in. Yeah, existing in this sort of environment. Just like
0: remember it's rent controlled and I'm right. like I mean sure. So you've been there for 50 years. <laughs> That's a big magic. I mean in Ra- in Rachel and and Monica's case, yeah, they inherited it. Mm-hmm. So yes. Um for all the other ones no. Right. It I don't know.
1: And it, <laughs> yeah, it just seemed like a, a sort of also a... just
0: the whiteness of New York Whoa. City. Like y'all don't Interact with I, anybody that's black? Like, the what? week
1: I spent in Manhattan, I spoke more Spanish than I probably have the rest of my life.
0: Right. That's unsurprising.
1: I remember talking, well, one of the friends I was with, I had a very strange interaction with him as a person who grew up listening to Spanish, which is, it's, there's such a fun accent and she kept insisting, but they're speaking Spanish. You do realize that Spanish has its own accents, right?
0: No, nobody realizes that who doesn't speak Spanish right. because they wouldn't know to pick that up.
1: Right. But I grew up. My dad was Puerto Rican. Uh, no, so, I understand yeah, that. His, but what his, I'm saying to you is, yeah, that's which is a pity. Just
0: like I, I don't, I cannot listen mm-hmm. to somebody speaking Cantonese and somebody speaking Mandarin, and it's it's if I listen to those two things, I would, I might know that they're different. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know which was which. And just like when we watched Squid Game
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the character that was a was he a Pakistani yeah and I was like oh I didn't know that his Korean wasn't good right. because to me he was speaking Korean well, <laughs> and then it turns out that that was like a gaming, thing
1: g- going back as going back as far as Lost uh, Jin and Jun spoke completely different kinds of Korean right And And they
0: did that on purpose, right? Because she was and he was not. Yeah.
1: So at times, my friend Trevor, who was Japanese, grew up in Hawaii and had a lot of friends who were Korean. He can get by in Korean, but he said that Jin, right, his Korean was so country because yeah, I couldn't understand what he was saying. It's like listening to somebody with an incredibly heavy. That's okay. Neither could he, because that
0: dude doesn't speak.
1: Yes. (laughs) It's like yeah, it wasn't it, was, came it was the equivalent of listening to somebody with a really deep southern drawl where you, you just yeah you, they were using phrases and or things like that you uh, could not Brad Pitt
0: in that uh, in Snatch where you're just like I'm sorry, what? <laughs> right. Ostensibly you're speaking this language that I was born to. Yeah. I actually really understood that, but I also I have deep Boomhower. country <laughs> uh I have deep country, yeah, right. family, so I wonder how much of this conversation I'm going to cut out because I feel I'm like sorry. we veered off. No, 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 it's totally I, it's fine. Just like this. There's yeah, no, it's fine. I started it. No. I'm not. It wasn't. Yeah. So, uh, so we watched the Gathering Dark, uh, wherein we prepare for battle.
1: Mm, some of us prepare for battle, and. Uh, some of us don't even make it that far.
0: Yeah, largely this takes. We we see um, scenes both in Jerusalem Slot and in Preacher's Corners, mm-hmm. which is the name of the town. We we largely are out of Chapelway now because Charles realizes that they cannot uh, fight the vampires on their own, mm-hmm. uh, and also he believes that if they fail literally everyone's going to die. So right. hopefully they can get some people on their side so it's not to witness the end of humanity. <laughs> so Charles is um, talks, That would be a bummer. Yes, he, tra- he talks the constable into basically playing show and tell with his wife, which the constable does not want to do, but does do. <laughs> he agrees to it. He does agree to it. I don't remember seeing him agree to it. He was more just like I won't do it, and then then it's done. And I'm just like, I mean, you the will. You is, have a wound in your gut that's uh, probably going to kill you.
1: <laughs> so, he has a very good scene where his wife is trying to dissuade him, and it leads to a small cliffhanger. Yes. Which is, she invites him to drink her blood. We do not know if he does. We do not know we, if he does. We which do is not the know if he has, we and should say. And I suppose he does not look like he's long for this world. No. So the, in the event that he dies, he might actually become a vampire. Yes.
0: We don't know. We don't know what his status... Oh, excuse me. We don't know what his status currently is. And the likelihood is that he will die, mm-hmm. uh, because the likelihood is that all of these people are going to die. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll take the vampires out with them, since this is a prequel to our world, stuff that happens in our world. Mm-hmm. Presumably, I, ha- I can be optimistic about how this is going to go, <laughs> but... Still. That's the da- the hazards of a prequel is the stakes are not huge because I know that there's a sequel
1: to this where the world still
0: exists.
1: <laughs> there's good ways to do it. Yeah. Um Rogue One. Sure. Which was great because it's sure. like are, are any of these nope. people the answer of of the question is Not no, a damn one. Not one of them. But the stakes are high because it's you you like these people and right. you want to see them make it and they don't But I
0: think that's the problem with like I really enjoyed the Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. But I know that she is not in danger because I know how she dies in this, ain't it? Right. <laughs> so.
1: yeah, the same it? The concern there is for people like Elena. <laughs> yeah. Who did a wonderful comeback.
0: We love She's her. Very good. We stand for it. Florence Pugh. Pew. pew, pew, pew. All right. So, as a group, they pack up their things and they go into town and they... They wrap Mary up in a blanket and some rope. And her in a blanket. <laughs> I was like, I th- thought they were going to put her in a cage. They did not do that. Uh, and they drive her into town. They gather everybody around. They do. Sh- they're like, so Mary died two days ago, and she yeah. is still with us. And they pull the blanket down, and then they pull the blanket totally off. And she is still tied up, but she is um, left to sort of get down and roam around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, she's uh, repelled by old preacher and young preacher alike. So, and, and just holding up a Bible or a cross will make her like move in another direction. It's sort of like a ping pong or like a... A paddle on a... <laughs> yes, like that. Like a paddle on a... Um,
1: uh, on a... Oh, good Lord. Uh, oh, no. We both can't remember what it's called. Pinball. Um, pinball. Paddle
0: on a pinball machine. Right. Yes. Like, like, just like a paddle on a pinball machine, the Bibles and crosses, ref- like... Mm-hmm. reflect her off into another well, direction. Well, I'd like also to point out Old
1: Evil Preacher is still not convinced. No, he's still... and still talking Mind about Mind you, when the creature charges family. at him, he holds out his Bible. He does. But, um, but yeah, he's still not convinced, and he's still trying to talk people out of doing the right thing in right. terms of Well, helping. he's
0: the worst, and his daughter's actually worse than Even him. Even worse than him. We'll get there. Um, but at the, at this, during this scene, there... It's overcast, but mm-hmm. it is the light of day out here. Right. And Mary does, in fact, um, burst in a flame and die. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So the constable had planned to keep her alive. Right. This was not the plan. And but they uh,
1: didn't seem to know that that's what they did. They clearly didn't know that's what that's going to happen. But not I'll burn
0: right. And uh, so she is a pile of ashes on the ground. Everybody in town now has seen this and is horrified. Um, Rebecca has a scene with her mom who is... All of the women and children, they want to stay back and stay in the church. The men, they want to come with them to fight um, Jacob at Jerusalem's lot. That is the Mm. pitch that they are making. Rebecca is going to stay... And she um, wants to go with her mom um, to get provisions at the boarding house and then go to the church with her. But she does tell her mom that at the house the night before, during the siege, she did see her dead father, whom she had not seen in 20 years, but did recognize. And uh, she tells her mom that, which is... Probably choice. not a
1: great idea, but she doesn't make great choices like that.
0: I actually think she did it so that if her if father he is up. here and shows yeah. up, her mom will be taken. I mean, it's still going to be a shock. Really? I doubt her mom believes it and wouldn't believe until what she saw it. What did you, you feel it, but... about the
1: immolation scene? What do you mean? <laughs> well, I just wanted to point out before we move on too far away, I really loved the way that it was done. Okay. Because we're looking, I've seen that scene done on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I've seen it done on True Blood, and it, I was concerned that you show me this, it's lacking the power that it used to because it's just been done so many times, including as a joke. But um, this scene, the actors really sell it. Sure. They do. They they really give the impression that they're watching something horrible and you can hear people in the background. They use a, a sort of a moving camera a lot. Yeah to follow her around as she's staggering through the streets, as she's beginning to blister, as she's beginning to catch fire. So it has a feeling that you're watching something actually happening and the moving camera helps because it also gives the impression that you're one of the people in the crowd. Okay.
0: I could see that. Yeah, sure.
1: And um, so, yeah, hats off to them for making that work because it could very easily just be another scene like a dozen others. Doing the same action. I think
0: what they want to do is give you the. So what I want. Novelty of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- something I do appreciate is they are using the word vampire, but it is a new word to them. Right. Um. Like I get why zombie pictures don't use the word zombie. Mm-hmm. But after the first three decided to do that, now it just feels like you're trying too hard. And what you come up with for what to call a zombie in a thing that you're trying so hard not to use the word zombie is always just like, okay, sure, walker. Okay, I'm a walker. Like, what are you? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, I just it's it's aggravating to me. So I like that they're using the term vampire. I like to see. How this is their their understanding and knowledge is growing. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till he writes a little manual on how to kill him. It's going to be Charles Boone's manual. I'm worried about the constable though because he is uh, definitely in shock, having have have after having watched his wife burst into f- flames um but they do it is it it is useful because <laughs> it's a very
1: convincing people demonstration. now kind
0: of understand what they're up against mm. they don't but they do uh there they, he so charles says we're going to leave in an hour meet us i don't know where i can't remember uh That's and at the bar is that at the bar mm-hmm. stupid shouldn't
1: be there it's the bar or the church the church is where everybody else yeah, is meaning. The church her. is gonna be where uh, during the invasion the plan is, the church is where you hide the women and children.
0: They just um, figure it's it's mm-hmm. the safest place
1: to be. Well, Not
0: to you? hide them, but we still and mm-hmm. this is a, a an ongoing point with you is they're talking about this like it's an old God and it's bigger than or mm-hmm. better than the, the the new quote unquote new God. Of Christianity, but they can't get past Christian symbols, which means right. they are uh, it just uh, makes presumably strange. lower in the hierarchy then.
1: Stop having this conversation if you're going to contradict it in all the scenes where they confront crosses and things. Yeah. Not to mention, as we see Jacob's lair, he has an upside-down cross directly yeah. behind him.
0: Yeah. So it's and like... And we see that clearly in this right. episode. Um, so uh, Charles is like, we're all going to leave in an hour. Mm-hmm. Come, we need all the men. We just need all of the men. Uh, Let's... Okay, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to... In the town, he gets a fair amount of people. Um, One person that breaks off from the group is uh, the minister, Mm -hmm. because his wife basically begs him to come home, like, now with her.
1: And I almost felt that Alice was being sincere.
0: Really, I knew that she wasn't when she wouldn't, because he was like, when I get back from this, if I get back, I will come talk to you, and and Mm -hmm. there's a lot to be said between us, this that and the other, and she's like, do it now before you go, and I knew she didn't want him to go, and I'm like, she's about to fuck this up for a lot of people, and then uh, she does get him to go home with her, and does feed him what looks like some delicious uh, clam chowder unfortunately it is arsenic peppery. chowder
1: she said it, he said it was peppery
0: and uh she does murder murder him
1: mm-hmm.
0: for i guess cheating on her he does say you know he has apologized and then he does say that baby wasn't mine but i mm. you know it it could have been so i'm not you know, absolved in any way right um, and I owe you many apologies, and this, that, and the other, but she has, in fact, poisoned him. He's choking, and she's like, yep. <laughs> and then she shovels more of the poison down his throat. And later, when Charles comes looking for him, we hey, see Martin. that she Martin. has also taken ate a bunch mm-hmm. of this stuff and has been poisoned. And her father is there, the old priest who's confronting Charles now with a gun in his hand, sitting on the steps very upset because his daughter is lost to him. And I'm like, well, your daughter's a fucking terrible, selfish person. So, you know, I guess apple and tree didn't fall far from it. And uh, once again, he is leveling the blame for literally everything that's ever happened bad to his family Mm. at Charles Boone.
1: It becomes Which ridiculous. That, that scene, it's yeah. understandable. Yes. And it's well done. And Samuel is, but Samuel is just a sort of a prick who always, will never take responsibility no. ever himself. Yeah. And I think what I'm like, you
0: raised a straight-up murderer. Right. So I don't really want to hear
1: from you about anything. Why I thought Alice was being sincere, what made me think that she meant it, that come home and was that Martin also shares with her that their children were murdered by the vampires. Right. So I was thinking, oh, then if she really wants to get rid of him, he will he's not going to make it anyhow. He's not a warrior. He's not a soldier. He's a Although guy. He,
0: he had basically gone to Charles and said, I'm going to be there. I'm going to
1: do it. And mm-hmm. I think he
0: was coming out the other side of his dark night. Well, no, I understand. <laughs>
1: what I mean is, though, that when I say that he's not a warrior or a soldier... He's probably not going to make it on this after this expedition.
0: I think he might and he have. He even acknowledges
1: that he might not make it a, of a, on this expedition. And there, well,
0: there, he's acknowledging right. that none of them might make it, but so I think he could have maybe made I it. I
1: felt like I almost felt like that appealed to Alice, like our children. What? What? Because he says what really wrecked us was our kids being killed. Yeah. And they killed our kids. Yeah. And you would almost think, and again, with a rational person, she wasn't though. That that would go. <laughs> oh, I want revenge on those people, but instead. She is so uh, self absorbed. Yeah, she's such a narcissist. That she will put the entire community at risk because she wants to well, get revenge.
0: Like every woman in the story, Miss Cloris did the same goddamn thing. Well, Miss Cloris did it. I mean, yeah. it, not the same way, but she did the same thing. Mm. Like, turning a blind eye or not turning a blind eye, it's. Yeah, no. Right. I knew as soon as she was like come home and don't, you know, because it was clear she didn't want him to go. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no, she's going to kill him. And then she did kill him. I didn't think she was going to commit suicide, although it, do, it doesn't make sense not to at that point because she's going to go to prison. Right. Like, it's not like she's going to get away with it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Samuel was sitting there very upset and blaming Charles still as Charles has now found these two dead people when he's gone looking for the minister.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Samuel's standing, standing, uh, sitting on the staircase. steps, the yeah. staircase up, upstairs, just blaming the boons for everything. And Charles does stand up, even though that man has a gun in his hand. it's well, like, it, I did not do this. He's gotten to the
1: point of ridiculousness. He's admitted that his yeah. ancestors are partly responsible for this mess. Yeah. Uh, there's a bigger enemy to fight. There's We just don't have time to waste on your bullshit. And Samuel is like his do- his daughter, so petty yeah. that he will put everything at risk. But it's
0: still impressive that Charles stood up to him when mm-hmm. he yes, knows that he's armed and uh, desperate at this point, right? Mm-hmm. He's lost his daughter, so he basically has nothing at right. this point. He's lost his grandkids already. Um and then he does turn that gun on himself, so now there yes. are three dead
1: people in this with house. a very strange interpretation through scripture. God's gonna be okay with this, bam blows his brains out,
0: I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, or so not even God's gonna be okay with this, but like I'll find my salvation in the Lord or whatever, and then he mm. kills himself. I'm like, well, not any more right. this think. basically I mean that's not how once I again
1: emphasizes the point you never really fully understood this book, right? But I'm also a
0: person who, if I'm an agnostic, Mm. right? So if there is a God, the God that I would choose to believe in would not not punish somebody with an eternity of torture for ending their life that was probably torture. Like, Mm. that's why people kill themselves. Like, it just feels... I think in this case, pretty heinous and small for a god to be like. You didn't like my uh, right. my existence enough, so um, even though your life maybe was harder than anybody could imagine, but if you didn't stick it out for as long as I wanted, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna condemn you to hell. That so doesn't seem
1: right. Re- reasons <laughs> as a religious person, I believe that Samuel will go to hell. Oh, he's a terrible human being. His suicide being. is completely based on the idea that there's like an escape clause. Everything is written, everything in his story is, all of his messes are created by him. Yeah. His daughter did what she did because she was raised by this person. Right, right, right. Um, and even what happened, we don't excuse what Martin did, but just being in this completely loveless, heinous environment... Yeah. Probably drove him to somebody who didn't really love him. It seems in the first place. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, who knows? We right. we
0: couldn't say what happened. What with their life prior to the death of
1: their kids. But even uh, the the sheriff is like, well, we we didn't, you know, take it too hard on him that he did this because it's his his life is pretty miserable. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah.
0: Uh, so that's what's happening in the town. So three
1: of the characters are dead now. Like they're completely yes, out they of the story. Yes, they're dead. Unfortunately, um, Martin, who we needed, is gone too.
0: Well, apparently we don't need, because he won't be there. Uh, the The men are gathering together, including that big bruiser that we keep yeah. talking about, the facial hair and Mr. the sucker Punch. yeah. <laughs> right. That dude definitely is going to ride with them. Abel is there. I, don't, I still can't figure out where he goes and comes from, which is a bummer, because what it means is that the writers keep remembering that they have him. And so they put him, like, in a scene with a crowd. And I'm like, where the well, yeah, fuck's he been? Disappears. Because he's been the proxy yeah. for Charles, but we have not seen he disappears, what he's and then been he doing. He just
1: reappears in the bar yeah. with a gun slung over his shoulder like he was down with the plan the entire time.
0: But- Which he had been sent the right. night before, to the town to get help. To act
1: as Paul Revere.
0: What does he do? Right. Has he? Did he? I can't blame him if he well, didn't. Frankly, he's a black man riding in the preacher's corners asking mm. for help against a supernatural foe that nobody has proof of. I don't think I would do Yeah, that. It felt like he was just
1: sort of dropped. <laughs> yeah. He's obviously not been converted to Van Prison because he's no. wandering around in broad he's still, daylight. He's
0: still a man.
1: Yeah.
0: But I... I like that character, and I'm sad that we're not getting more of him. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, as Charles is gathering all of his uh, ducks and putting them all in a row, Jacob is uh, having a party. He's a... A worm party. He's having a party. So he brings Loa and the book back to Jerusalem's lot, and he makes all of the promise, like, bow to her, which the apple bitch does not want to do. And Jacob is like... Do you think you're too good? Get your fucking get well,
1: praise her. She succeeded where you failed. <gasps> where literally everybody else is, had failed. All you've done is terrorize this family. You haven't gotten the book for me. Yeah. You went around and scared a kid. Which is wild and...
0: because she could have just probably taken the book. Right. As a person, she probably had whatever. Um, so Loa is sort of an esteemed member now of this mm. group. Whether she likes it or not. She's uh She not to like it. She asks some questions like, What's gonna happen to my family? And Jacob is like, Hey, uh I let them live, didn't I? Like, what the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> uh, she does or he does send her to feed on that apple bitch. Uh They have a weird little bonding session where she is like, oh, I can't wait until I'm one of you because... And don't forget that I will be one of you because she's already fed on Jacob. Mm -hmm. So even if Loa kills her right now, she's coming back. She knows it. So, well, maybe not, actually. I'm curious about... I actually take that back because... Mm -hmm. Later, we see all of the promised feeding on the vampires. So maybe they haven't before. Loa should have just straight killed her
1: in that. I'm barn, worried maybe. about what's going to happen to Loa. Not worried. I mean, I really, at this point, Loa's kind of beyond.
0: I, at this point, I think that mm-hmm. Loa's going to take, do what I thought um, the minister was going to do, which is right. sacrifice herself for the good of humanity.
1: I, I, that's what I think. I almost think wanted to, the scene where she's like. <laughs> The scene where she's like, you promised, I almost wanted to say, this is when you," somebody hands you a copy of every book from The Devil and Tom Walker to The Devil and Daniel Webster back to Faustus. Right. And says, do these things ever keep their promises? Yeah. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. They will But also,
0: you. it's not even that. It's They do keep their promises. Their promises are just very specific.
1: Well, they're probably... Okay. The same way that the character in Something Wicked This Way comes keeps the promise, Mm -hmm. it's not at all what you wanted. No, And it's a a monkey's paw situation as well. Yeah. The wording
0: matters. And that is how they get a, you know, they, Mm -hmm. demons, (laughs) y'all.
1: Yes, I know. We're having a very weird, weird (laughs) discussion. Don't trust demons. Don't trust demons. That's that's what we're telling you. That's the recommendation of the show. Um, We do, I
0: did want to actually talk about a quick scene um, Mm. between Tane and Charles. Right. Because Tane is like, oh, I, um, I definitely fucked up and now everything's ruined. And Charles, um, does say, you know, you know, you did disobey me, but we would all be dead if not for you. So it's not like we can be too mad. It's first of all, what's done is done. And second of all, there was no good choice to make. You right. made the choice that you made. And we are all standing here for it. And we would not be without you. Which hopefully will ease some of his burden. I mean, this kid's going to need therapy for well, days.
1: On the other hand, too, or in addition, they were going to have to do this anyhow. Even if they defended the night or held the night yes. and held the book, they they're would, still going to have to go into Salem's Lot and kill yeah, these Yeah, but guys. they
0: may also have been able to... I, Jacob's only getting more powerful mm-hmm. with his hands on that book. Right. So they are at more, even more of a disadvantage. But I was glad that they had that conversation because no. I was like... And, and I I like the fathering that we're seeing yeah. this character do. Like, he doesn't coddle his kids, but he clearly loves them. They know that he loves them. Um. And, but... They are also being, you know, brought up to be able to be adults in this world that is significantly Mm -hmm. harder than the world we find ourselves in, in a lot of ways.
1: It's also harder than the world they find themselves in at the beginning of the series. For sure. They had no idea that any of this existed, and now they're in the middle of it. Right. Well, the other
0: half, too, is, you know, he brings them to the first place where they've experienced significant racism. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is a thing that they're gonna have to deal with for the rest of their lives, unfortunately, because America is garbage. Maybe they'll go to Polynesia and it won't matter. You know what I mean? Go to right. a place where you just look like what everybody else looks like. But that's a shitty solution. Yeah, it's, it's a shitty solution. You, you know, only you go back to where you came from is not yeah. that's not it. It's not the uh not the ideal situation. So um so back at, okay, so back at your home slot. Loa feeds on the Apple woman who is literally like, I can't wait to become one of you because I am going to get back at everybody who ever beat up on me or treated me like I was small or whatever. I'm a very angry young lady, just like you because she sees that defiance in Loa. And it's unclear from the young lady who plays Loa's um, face. (laughs) First of all, she's got some prosthetics in, so Mm -hmm. she's at a bit of a disadvantage. um, I I legitimately can't tell if that conversation between her and that Apple girl empowered her or set her resolve against what she's doing. Like, I I legitimately can't tell. So she does feed on that young woman. And then later, we've got Jacob in the church. Mm -hmm. Um... And he's going to read from the book. And he says he can't be disturbed. He just has to, once he starts, that just has to be it. And he's going to go all the way through. And meanwhile, many of the vampires are out in the woods with the promised, cutting their arms and feeding the promised. So at the same time as he's doing his... Invocation. Invocation of There's the an initiation ritual. There's an initiation.
1: Right.
0: Well, it's it's that's not true, actually. They start in the church and they feed them in the church. All of the vampires mm-hmm. feed the promised. And then the promised are taken into the woods and strangled. Which is not the way that I would w- yeah. Want to be killed if I was about to be re- resurrected? I don't know what I want to do.
1: You have a sore throat when you wake up. <sighs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, th- we see them being killed. We don't see them waking, I don't think, at the end of the episode. But So, Jacob is doing the invocation with the most of the vampires in the church. Mm-hmm. There's a physical manifestation being um, projected into the sky, and that is uh, an eclipse, y'all. There's going to be an eclipse because it's a Stephen King book, and that's what we do. Things happen during eclipses. Um, So we see that everywhere, and um, the light hasn't started changing, even though there's a big uh, hole over the sun, which is a bummer because... And I understand why they didn't try and fuck with the light because Mm -hmm. eclipse light is so peculiar and weird and if you don't get it right it's just like why does this just look weird so i think they were just like no we're not gonna fuck with it uh we're gonna maybe make it dim but we won't make it change color the way that eclipse light makes it because it does it's not just like dusk it's different um and he but he but charles does know that it has begun this dude is Mm -hmm. chanting Ugh. I will say I'm not thrilled because he's chanting to Yogg-Sothoth and I'm like, why does a fucking H.P. Lovecraft have to get in on this? I don't like it. And it's an homage and it probably isn't from the, you know better than me. Um, Is it from the book? I I don't know. No, you don't know. Um, Which I am going to listen to. I swear, everybody, before you next hear my voice, I will have listened to the... Jerusalem Slot audiobook. It just
1: seemed like it was um, to me. It was like kind of expected and sort yeah, of silly. I was just oh, like, oh, really? okay, enough of these guys. So
0: he's chanting. The townsmen or the towns, yeah, the townsmen are riding to Jerusalem lot. The mm-hmm. towns women and children are being protected in the church uh, by Honor and Rebecca at the helm. And uh, Loa is sort of trapped in between, and I think maybe the linchpin in this whole thing. And we will find out when we talk next week about the episode, the last episode of the series. Yeah,
1: I thought this was the last episode, so I kept expecting it to build to something. Which is called The Keeper. And I didn't... um... I was disappointed because at the very end, it's like, wait, where are we going This is the first
0: episode, I think, that felt like filler. Mm. But I will say, if you aren't going to do a two-hour finale, Mm. this needed to be this episode. They couldn't have just gone straight into writing in if they needed backup. Like, they just couldn't. There needed to be something between. So, yeah. One more episode. It's called The Keeper. By the Keeper be
1: Loa? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, somebody's going to keep something. That's all we know for sure. Could be better. Well, not
0: necessarily. The episode was called Hold the Night, and you know what they didn't fucking do? (laughs) So there isn't necessarily going to be a Keeper. Uh, Yeah. Next week we are going to watch the last episode, talk about the last episode of Chopper which, And then the following week we're going to do a Stephen King recap.
1: Yeah, we So have that to. is the plan. We have done so much work with Stephen King.
0: Yep, and
1: we're coming to
0: a close. Although it is entirely possible that in the next three weeks something else gets dropped. Happen. So we may have an extension. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but until then, do you have anything that you would like to recommend to um, our lovely listeners? Why don't you go
1: first? Because you always have me do it first.
0: I don't have any.
1: Um, I would like to recommend the Marvel show Hawkeye.
0: Oh, I forgot! It's um, so fun. We saw the end of it. It's all done now. There it's are six episodes, done. and you can watch them all and if I you like have that, a I like Disney the fact class.
1: that it did not drag on. The fact that everything sort of had a nice rounded ending. Um, there are. It is if you're familiar with a Marvel character, it's really about. Uh, it's a good companion piece to Black Widow. That film, as a matter of fact, Black Widow is probably necessary viewing to see this one because you understand um, it introduces her sister. It
0: isn't necessary, mm-hmm. but it it helps a lot. I would say that. Yeah, it introduces. You will not have the connection to
1: or the motivation. Yeah. Um, and uh. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting story because it ties up a lot of parts of the Marvel universe of characters and television programs. Florence Pugh's uh, Elena, is yeah,
0: Elena, Elena,
1: and then Hawkeye, who is not a superhero in that he has superpowers. He's just an ordinary person. He is skilled, and he, um, which is accentuated by the fact that he's deaf in one ear, nearly. Um, which is something that gets played into a lot, but not for laughs necessarily, although sometimes for laughs, but more for the fact that he's coming to terms with the the idea that he is not superhuman. And we got introduced to Florence Pugh's character into the film, We our series. Um, we have a great, a really great performance uh, by Hayley Stenfield. She's very good. Who's very funny. And her interplay with Florence Pugh is really good. They're very. funny. with
0: everybody is very good. I think she's very disarming, in a in a weird mm-hmm. way. And I think she works with a lot of different types of people on a screen. I think when she's with Vera Formiga, she's very good. When she's with Jeremy Renner, she's very good. And then yeah, when she's with, with Florence Pugh, she's very good. And she's good in different ways in all of that. She those. is
1: good being both a sidekick and a main character because we're really following her story about how she's inspired by seeing Hawkeye during the Battle of Manhattan that, uh, that could have uh, killed her. And seeing him and his lack of superpowers be that courageous and brave has inspired her to be a total overachiever, a martial arts expert, and an expert archer, and an expert everything. But she has absolutely practically no way of making this work, other than sort of her enthusiasm. There's a lot of really fun side characters Including a group of larpers, who become really important to the story. There is um, the introduction of another character from a far corner of the MCU, which is Vincent D'Onofrio.
0: He's in, not even in the MCU. The part, he is now, right, but he
1: the was. part that he was born to play. I watched Kingpin in comic books, or rather in cartoons, and read him in comic books since I was a kid, and he's physically exactly and in personality exactly what that character called for. Which I didn't know that anybody was going to be able to pull off, but he did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it's, it was a really fun series. But even above that, it it was quality writing and quality uh, action scenes. Yeah, very it, yeah, fun. It, it's done really really well. So I highly recommend that if for no other reason than watching Florence Pugh this ongoing battle she has with Haley Steinfeld. Um, over them trying not to like each other. Yeah. Or having fight scenes where they're trying desperately not to hurt each other because they've grown fond of each other. Because
0: they're fond of each other and they don't... They're just in the other one's way. And they will continue to be in the other one's one's way. They're like, I'm not trying to kill you because I could definitely... Like at one point, yeah, it's just eat the food that I made. If yes, I wanted to
1: kill you, you'd already be dead. The macaroni conversation is one of the funniest scenes I've seen yeah. in a film in a while. And it plays into, uh, you have to care about the characters and be invested in these kinds of stories. And you really do get to do that. So yeah. you have you anything to recommend?
0: No, I'm not going to recommend anything. I'll jump on your Hawkeye recommendation. I think it's very good and I enjoyed it very much.
1: Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, next week, episode 10 of Travelweight, the final, final, uh, called The Keeper, and it's on Epics, which is on Amazon Prime, if you want to catch up with it. You can get a seven-day free trial. You could watch 10 episodes in seven days, I believe in you. Until uh, next week, uh, if you have questions, comments, or concerns, uh, you can reach us at... Latecomerspod at gmail.com You can find us on Twitter at LakeCommercePod Or you can can find us on Facebook By searching for Podcast In the search bar
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And until then, I would like to remind you To please take your medicine And we would like to remind you Better late than never. never